0: Hey guys, I'm Valerie.
1: And I'm Jasmine, and this is Crafts, Drafts, and Crime. All right, so um, really quick, just a little FYI. I probably do sound really terrible in your ears right now. I apologize. Um, I almost died this week. Just kidding. <laughs> I didn't. Let me stop being dramatic. No, but Monday we had the hurricane. Monday I started feeling a scratchy throat, and then it turned into a sore throat. Tuesday, I woke up without being able to taste or smell. Hence, I was thinking that I had COVID. Right, Right. And so I went to get tested, and it did come back negative. However, I've been out of work this whole week. Woo. Um, <laughs> but um, I still have a... Um, a stuffy nose, and I have a bit of a cough, so I'm going to try not to cough in your eardrums, but if I do, I apologize. Uh, maybe that'll just ensure that you guys are paying attention to us. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. And so today, we are actually going to be talking about a case that probably a lot of you have heard of, um, especially if you're pretty active in listening to true crime podcasts. Um, it's... One that we've talked about quite a bit, um, just because it's so baffling. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot ever come up with a word other than that. Um, So today we are going to be talking about Bryce Lespisa. 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 uh,
1: I'm not going to try to say his last name. Um, because, yeah, I I feel like anybody with an accent is just going to fuck that name up. So, uh, we're just going to call him Bryce.
0: Yeah, it's quite a tongue twister. (laughs) (laughs) So, fun fact about Bryce that Jasmine, I don't think I've actually told you this. He is actually from my neighboring town. So... He is a year younger than me. He graduated high school in 2012. And he went to the high school that's just a town over. So, like, I don't know him. But definitely one of my acquaintances knows him. And, like, we could have been at the same football game at some point in time. Except for I didn't go to football games, but you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah, we're the same age, apparently. Um, I was born in February. He was born in April. Both graduated for 2012, or in 2012. Um, and I just I just love this case. I'm so excited that we're doing it. I mean, I hate it because he's, like, vanished to the thin air. But this is one of the cases that really, like, got me involved in the true crime. And um, it's just a bunch of just malarkey
0: (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree this is one of those cases for me that I can just go down rabbit hole after rabbit hole and (laughs) we hope that we present it to you guys like that and you go down your own rabbit holes because it is absolutely nuts Um, I do want to say that Reddit is a huge portion of the theories that we're going to talk about because pieces of that have led to us discussing other theories. So Reddit rabbit holes are very, very easy to find for him. And I also found um, a lot of information from the Charlie Project, Medium, True Crime Society, and Wikipedia.
1: Okay, awesome. Yeah you ready? I'm ready. Let's
0: dive in. Yep.
1: Yes. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) Bryce was 19 in 2013. We're going to about August 31st of 2013. Um, He went to Naperville Central High School in Illinois and he moved with his family after he graduated in 2012 to Laguna Niguel, California, which is south of LA. What do you have to say about that?
1: Uh, oh yeah, I heard
0: you uh, breathe. So like, I, I,
1: uh, I, you know, I thought it was really weird for them to move from Chicago to uh, LA, but you know, I can't really say anything because I moved from Florida to Texas, and Texas to Florida, the Florida to North Carolina. So, We <laughs> do a lot of weird shit. I just, uh, yeah. You know,
0: I mean, I moved from Chicago to North Carolina. See, OK, so my theory is that so you moved from warm to warm to warm and <laughs> yes. everybody up north moves from cold to warm. So basically there's going to be a thousand. That's why there's so many people in Florida. <laughs> it's <Off> because <laughs> yeah. pretty soon there's going to be no people in the Midwest and in the north. But um, <laughs> so they moved to California And what's kind of weird to me is Bryce actually went to college seven hours away, which in and of itself doesn't sound weird, except for that Sierra College that he attended in Rockland, California is a community college. And of course, I have nothing against community college. I actually preferred my community college. So let me back up a little bit. When I moved here in, oh God, 2011, I think I moved here. I went to Cape Fear Community College here in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I did that because, you know, I could stay with my parents, which, first of all, saves a ton of money, and also because out-of-state fees are like an additional 20 grand per semester. It's ridiculous. So, like, I get why he would go to community college, but I don't get why you would move seven hours to somewhere that you've not been before to go to a community college.
1: Right. And so this might be a stupid question. Do um, community colleges, um, as far as like them not, I guess like since his family was in one area and that community college was seven hours away, did they charge? Do you think they might've charged him extra just to attend? since technically he's not in the area, I guess.
0: Well, he definitely was being charged out of state fees for that first year. So like my first year here, I was paying just as much as an in-state tuition at UNCW to go to Cape Fear.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Because
0: the (laughs) out-of-state fees were like four times the amount of just my tuition for classes. And that did go away after a year, which is true for most places, but I'm actually not positive if California goes by that same rule. But so it makes sense financially why he would do that. And I'm trying to think, like, it makes me think that maybe he didn't have the best relationship with his parents. Because if he did, to me, it makes more sense to move to California and stay with them and begin attending a community college near them. That way he'd actually be saving money. Because by the time that you move, and community colleges don't do dorms. Like, community colleges are, like, I mean, the one here is downtown, and then there's one up in Castle Hane. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a, I, I can't even think of a way to describe it. It's just a school in the middle of the road.
1: <laughs> right. No, 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 definitely. That's how, uh, like, in Florida, um, even when I lived in Texas, like, there, it's literally just a school. It's like going back to high school. Like, you just right. go there for a couple hours, and then you gotta go back home. You can't stay there. Right. Sorry. Right.
0: Except for that you can go to the bathroom when you want and you can drink coffee in class and so nobody else. you.
1: You're treated like an adult.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. So him going to school far away but still moving makes me think like, okay, so he wanted to get away from Illinois, which I totally understand. It's so cold. And he didn't want to be too close to his family.
1: So I like your theory. On how maybe he didn't have, like, this great relationship with his parents. Because I never thought about that. Which would make sense, like you said, for him to move so far away to go to school from them. I just, I don't know. I just never would have thought of that. Yeah, I think that that's...
0: It, it's one of my big theories. And I'll get more into that as we go on throughout the case. Because um, it kind of... Uh, I'll get there. <laughs> There's nothing I can say now without giving away too much. Um, so he's going to Sierra college. He's studying graphic and industrial design. So he seems like he's probably a smart kid. Um, unless you don't have to be smart to do that. I really don't know. I just said that.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, I don't even know what that technically, I don't know what you could do with that kind of degree, but it sounds fancy. So let's go with that.
0: (laughs) Okay. So he's living with a roommate named Sean and Sean actually reaches out to Bryce's mother, Karen, about him having some kind of weird behavior lately because he'd been taking Vyvanse, which is not prescribed to him. So Jasmine, why don't you go ahead and tell people about
1: Vyvanse? All right. So Vyvanse, um, is in that same kind of class with like ADHD and Ritalin. Um, it's mainly used for people that have been diagnosed by a professional with ADHD, um, or I believe ADD as well. Um, so, you know, if you're the person with ADHD, it kind of calms you down, um, kind of almost like if it was like a mood stabilizer, but not really. Um, helps you focus. Yeah, yeah, helps you focus. Good, thank you. Now, for like people like me who don't have um, ADHD, like if I was to take it, it would make me hyper. I just would be climbing up the walls. I would have so much energy. So like a lot of times what happens is these college kids like during midterms or finals, like they take this up to help um, cram in for all of these tests that they have to do. Um, So I mean, what was he taking the Vibance for?
0: Well, (laughs) actually, (laughs) he was mixing it with alcohol and staying up all night playing video games. So not finals. And I do want to point out here, too, that it's super easy to get ADHD meds that are not prescribed to you. I have been offered Adderall more than a couple times. I've never (laughs) taken it. Um, Just because, I mean, like, I don't need to be scrubbing my walls with a toothbrush. That's the kind of crazy that I would be. But, like, I'm already focused enough. So, (laughs) but him being able to get this is not surprising at all to me. And he was doing it to play video games, which is just, I mean, go to bed.
1: Right. What are you I'm doing? Sorry. I like video games. I mean, I like Grand Theft Auto and all and like The Sims and stuff. But I don't want to sit there and be up all all day and night playing this freaking video game. Like, it's not that important to me. I want to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> I know, for real. Well, his roommate, Sean, was concerned, though, because in addition to that, He also was giving away some of his personal belongings, which I'm sure most of you know is kind of usually a sign that somebody is, I don't want to say considering suicide, but people with suicidal tendencies, like sometimes start giving away their possessions and they don't want to like hold on to things.
1: Right. Also, um, I was going to say it kind of like, They kind of don't want anything to hold them down or hold them back. Right. So I feel like they just want to get rid of all that stuff. That one, when they're ready to go, they can just get out of there and go without any, nothing to worry about taking with them.
0: Right. And also he was giving away things that were like super personal to him. Like he gave away his Xbox, which, I mean, he was staying up all night to play video games. So clearly that was kind of important to him. And also he had given away some earrings that he got from his mother.
1: Yeah, that, those are definitely red flags for me, for sure.
0: I agree. So on August 28th, this is 2013, Bryce texts his girlfriend, Kim, and he tells her that she would be, quote, better off without him.
1: Uh, I hate that. Um, so, you know... And, you know, and just to play devil's advocate, because we know how I feel about this case, I um, I, I just when dudes do this, I hate this. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> like randomly text you. You would be so much better off without me. And it's like kind of like gets you, like you feel like you gotta like beg for them back or anything like that. So I hate that he did that. I just you know, like I'm sure his girlfriend probably she probably started freaking out at that point. And, yeah,
0: no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but he he after texts her, after texting, wow, <laughs> after he texts, let's try that, after he texts her this, he um later goes to visit her and end things with her like in person, I guess. And she lives in Chico, California, which is like two hours away. So I actually have no idea how they know each other. He's kind of all over the place at this point. So we're two hours away from where he lives with his roommate. Um, And Kim actually calls Karen, Bryce's mom, and saying that Bryce is acting kind of weird. And she doesn't think that he's in any kind of like place to drive. So Kim tells his mom this and his mom talks to Bryce and she, you know, like tries to see if he's okay, whatever. He says, you know, I'm fine. You know, Kim's just upset because I'm trying to break up with her and she's trying to get me to stay here and this and that. And so Karen tells Kim to go ahead and I I keep almost messing up their names. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Karen tells Kim um, to give him his keys and, you know, let him leave. He's going to go home and it's like 1130 at night. So um, after that, in which Kim does, by the way, give Bryce's keys back. And he says to his mom that he has a lot to talk to her about. He doesn't say what. And people always do that. It's so cryptic. If you have something so important that you need to say to somebody, just, like, write it down. Like, don't I, just say that and then never... I mean, how many times has that come up in different cases where people have said that? I have something really important I need to tell you and then we never know what it is.
1: I fucking hate that because it's such a cliffhanger. And it could be something as stupid as, like, um, I forgot to brush my teeth or something dumb. Like, <laughs> I know. I just, and, but in cases like this, obviously, it's something more than that. But I just, I hate in general when people do that because I always flash back in my head and I'm like, you could die and never tell me what <laughs> you had to tell me. And it could have not been important, but it could have been important and I could save you. But no, you're the one being stupid and not telling me.
0: <laughs> exactly. And in cases like this, it really could be the difference between knowing what happened and never knowing. So at about one o'clock in the morning, Bryce calls Karen, but she doesn't pick up. So when she later sees that she has a missed call from him, she assumes that that was him getting back home. Because remember, he was leaving around 1130 at night and it was about a two hour drive.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: So, Bryce's parents are contacted by their auto insurance because Bryce used roadside assistance. And there's a charge on their credit card from Castro Tire and Truck Repair, which is in Buttonwillow, California. Oh, oh, we're supposed to um, talk about the shape of every state. What's yes. California?
1: I think it's like the old uh, phones, like the big chunky ones. I think that's what that looks like.
0: So, California's a brick? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I think it looks kind of like, like a banana.
1: Okay, okay, I can
0: do that. Can okay. Do that. So um, he's in Buttonwillow, California, which is like partway between Laguna Niguel, where his parents live, and Rocklin and Chico, where he goes to college and where Kim lives. So it almost looks as if he's like kind of driving down toward them because Rocklin is between Chico, where Kim lives, where he was leaving, and Buttonwillow. So it kind of looks as if he like was in Chico with Kim and then passed right through where he lives and now he's on his way down south. So oh. assuming he left straight from Kim's at eleven thirty, he drove about five hours to Button Willow. And the roadside assistance was used to deliver gas cause he had run out. Which I mean, really <laughs> 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 I have never done that knock on when my gas light went on today. Watch me <laughs> watch me <laughs> not have gas in my car tomorrow morning. Um, so Karen spoke with Bryce and he assured her everything was fine and he was on his way. So, a few hours later, she finally gets to speak to him because Christian from Castro goes to check on him. I shit you not, that guy goes back there more than once to check on Bryce because he was like the last person who saw him and they can track him down because of their credit card charge. So he goes and he checks on him, and so she has him put Bryce on the phone and she asks Bryce what he's doing. He's just sitting on the side of the road, okay? Uh-huh. And he says nothing.
1: <laughs> See, that this is a part that gets me about this whole like um, this whole case is the fact that he just sits there. He's just chilling the entire time, just staring off in the space, and I, I don't, I don't
0: know. So just... my thought about that, because of what we talked about with Vivance earlier, yeah. To me, it kind of sounds like he's waiting on a drug dealer.
1: Okay, okay. I never thought about that
0: because. Daddy, yeah, I'm just thinking, like, so if you're going to be sitting in the same spot on the side of the road,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, you're waiting for somebody. Like, you can't leave okay. for even 10 minutes because, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, but why would he know somebody in Willow?
1: So, okay, so actually, to um, kind of go with that theory what if um uh, what'd you say his name was again? The dude from uh um, Cat- yeah, what if he was his drug dealer? No. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just based on um his interaction with uh Bryce's parents, I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I didn't mean to shoot you down so hard, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know, it just, there's a lot of people, you know, like, oh, you know, maybe he's on drugs at this point, and he, I don't know, there's a lot of theories about what he's doing there, just to me, the most sensible thing that he could be doing sitting on the side of the road is waiting for somebody, because otherwise, what the hell is he doing?
1: (laughs) Right, that is insane, um, really quick, can I just interject about this whole traveling issue real quick? So, I'm looking it up now on my computer. To go from Chico to Laguna Niguel, I know you said it was like, it's like eight hours or whatever. That's a long fucking distance to fucking drive in the condition that he was in, first of all.
0: Right. And plus he...
1: (laughs) He I just, yeah, okay,
0: sorry. Well, and plus, we don't know when he last took a Vivant. so if he was still like actively taking those all the time, who knows how long he had been awake by the point that he's sitting on the side of the road. He might have literally just been in a daze.
1: Right, this is this crazy. I'm sorry, I just had to look. I had I was looking through it.
0: No, you're right. It's a long ways, and so this is around like 12:30 in the afternoon. So we know that, it, it's assuming that he did not sleep, mm-hmm. he has been gone from 11:30 at night until 12:30 in the afternoon. So at that point, sitting in your car, I would be seeing spots, but also, I just. How did it take him so long? Like how long has he been there? Because that's the thing. Is Button Willow is where he called um roadside assistance and he's still there at 12:30. What's he doing? So, anyways, from here, Laguna Niguel is only a little under three hours away. So at six o'clock in the in the evening. So this is five and a half hours later, Karen and um Oh shit, I already forgot his dad's name. I think it's Michael. I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. I don't know why I didn't write his dad's (laughs) name down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs)
1: I'll look at it and then we'll bring it up.
0: (laughs) I think it's Michael. Um, (laughs) They, uh, at six o'clock, they're like, okay, where the hell is he? And they call him and he's not answering the phone. So they decide to call the police and they go out and they look for Bryce because again, they remember the last place that he was. And wouldn't you know, he's only eight miles away. They found him. So, he originally, I don't know if I said this. I apologize if I didn't. His um, his call to roadside assistance was at 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay.
1: His dad's name is Michael, by the yes. way. Sorry. <laughs> See, I
0: knew it. I didn't have to write it down. I just should have went with it. Nobody would have known the difference. There you go. <laughs> Next time. Um, <laughs> so he's only moved eight miles. Uh,
1: you said eight miles?
0: Eight miles. Between nine AM and six PM Okay. So to me, again, thinking about a drug deal. Cause why else would you just be hanging out there waiting?
1: Um that's true. That's true. Can you think of I like anything? That have.
0: I just So, anyways, the police search his car and they do a sobriety test. Um, he appears to be acting normal. So they tell him, you know, hey, call your parents, they're worried about you. And he asks them to call for him, which is just weird. So they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyways, they uh, he talks to them for just a second. So at 10 p.m., so now we're jumping ahead four more hours. Remember, he's only about three hours away. He's okay. still not there. And Karen calls him again and he says he's going to go see some friends. So I want before I continue, Uh I a lot of the theories that I've read and a lot of the speculation through Reddit and other podcasts have talked about this point. And they say, like, you know, why don't Karen and Michael go get him? He's only three hours away. And I want to defend them real quick because I personally wouldn't have gone to get him. And I don't mean that because that doesn't mean that they don't care about him or that anything like that. Just to me, he's, he's acting weird. I don't, I just have a feeling they don't have the best of the relationship. And also, this is not Bryce's first rodeo with drugs. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, um, by I don't mean any kind of hard drug. I have no idea what he's taking, but like, you know, they know something's up, which is why people say, well, they should really go get him because they should care and this and that. And I would never not go do that for my child. But at the same time, we don't know what Bryce was like when he was younger. Cause I mean, I knew people who, you know, like they, You know, they tempered around with drugs and they did different things. And it's like, at what point does a parent just say, yeah, they're just, you know, they don't want to help themselves, whatever. You can sleep on the side of the road. I don't care. You don't think that something bad is going to happen to your kid.
1: Right. I just, um, and, you know, I was one of those people at the beginning when I first, like, heard about this was, like, why the hell wouldn't they just get up, go get him? And then this would have never happened. Like, I did blame them for a long time. And then, like you said, I got to thinking about it, like, you know, he's only three hours away. They were in constant contact with him. They talked to him. He seemed fine that um, the dude from um, the tire place or the gas station place, whatever it was, I forgot, um, he was in communication with them, too. So, I mean, I can't blame them for not going at this point. Right. um, like you said, like, who knows, like, you know, after a while, I'm sure your parents will always love you, but I'm sure after a while, like them having to, like you said, we don't know how his childhood was or anything like that. Like, let's just say they had to help him so many times and they were kind of like, this is the final straw. We're not going to go out our, out of our way to help you anymore. You're going to have to figure this out on your own. You're going to have to come to us.
0: Right, exactly. And they're like, you know what, if you want help and if you want to come here, then you can do it. And if you don't, whatever.
1: Right. Exactly. So yeah, I don't blame them. Um, I kind of sympathize with them now. Um, I so, do yeah. too.
0: And I, I, I just, a lot of people don't, and I understand where they're coming from. I really do. And I'm not a parent. So I also don't have that instinct. But just to me, I just, I get it. I just totally get it. And especially too, because they did call the police and the police found him and they said that he's fine. Like, right. why would they drive three hours to go pick him up to them, bring him back? Like, they probably had to go to work, work the next day. This is probably shit that Bryce always does. You know what I mean?
1: Right. No, definitely. Definitely. I just, um, I just know me as a parent, um, after the first, like, two calls, I would have, I, unfortunately, I would have just had to, I would have just gotten up and gone to get her, or gone to get him. Um, right just because that's just how i am like anybody like if it was antoine antoine's grown like if he was freaking three hours away from me and this was happening to him i would have to get up and i would go get him and that's not even my child that's just me even though maybe i've had to do this a bunch of times i just um right i don't know i would just do it but i mean like i said i i sympathize with them and i wish other people would kind of like um try to put themselves in that position too
0: Right, because we know that, I mean, like, on the outside, this is really weird behavior, but this might be really typical behavior for Bryce, for his family. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it, just because it rains, and of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. also. So, it's very easy for us to sit here and say that. So, I just want to, you know, let that go both ways that I understand why they didn't. Um. So, anyways, so now... I don't remember if I already said that at 10 o'clock. He's not there. And he says he's going to see some friends. Uh, no, I don't
1: think he did. Okay. Uh, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> he says he's going to go see some friends. Now, we don't know where he is at this point in time. So, again, does he know people in Buttonwillow? Is he in Lugan and, and He's just not coming home straight away. Anyways, at 1.50 in the morning, Bryce calls his mom and tells her that he's going to sleep in the car on the side of the road. And she's just like, yeah, okay. Like, at this point, he's been on the road forever. He needs to sleep. He's probably delirious. And she's just like, okay, go to sleep. I'll see you in the morning. I can 100% understand that. And this is where a lot of people lose it. And a lot of people say she should go get him.
1: That's, and this this is the part where I'm kind of on the opposite end of you. I would have gotten to get him at this point. Like, yeah, fine. Just tell him, yeah, that's okay. You go ahead and sleep. And then I wouldn't let him know I'm on my way to go get him. And then I would have went to go get him. So that's where, yeah, and that's where I'm at in this situation. And that's why I keep saying, like, I keep going back and forth with them. Like, I understand, but at the same time, I don't. Right. So it's super hard. It's, it's just really hard to to just get over this part of this case.
0: <laughs> I understand that. Um, Well... So police find Bryce's car, it's overturned at 5.30 in the morning. Um, they are at Cast- Castaic Lake, Castaic? C-A-S-T-A-I-C, Castaic? Castaic Lake recreation area for a training exercise at 5.30 in the morning and they see his car. So the back window is broken from the inside So, as if somebody came out of the car, right? Okay. Yeah. And there's blood on the passenger headrest, which... I don't quite... I don't know. I guess if you hit it a certain way, whatever. And there's some in the back seat, which makes sense if he comes out the back window, because then if he, like, hit his head... I guess he could hit his head on the passenger headrest, actually. Yeah... I mean... Or on the window and then it's split. I don't know. Anyways, and then <laughs> um, in the back seat makes sense if he's going out the back of the car. So inside of the car are a lot of his belongings, including his laptop and his phone. Outside of the car, there is an unzipped duffel bag and it has his wallet inside. Okay. Um, don't like any of that. No, 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 no. Like, what?
1: Uh... Yeah, no, I don't like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Like, I know the case, but I keep, like, I keep trying to, um, I'm listening to with, with new ears.
0: <laughs> and it's a weird thing to think about, and I think I also paused too many times in there, so let me just paint this picture a little bit better. So he has, like, kind of an SUV, I forget what kind of SUV, he has an SUV, and it's flipped over, okay. and in the car... There's some blood. Okay. There is a laptop and there is his cell phone. And okay. then outside of the car, there's a duffel bag that's open. So as if somebody was trying to get something out of it. But his wallet's okay. in there.
1: Okay. So what the hell was he looking? What did he take? Right. If not his wallet, what else was in there that he would take? And
0: This is where I kind of go back to the drug thing, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But why would um, you not take your wallet? Why would you not take your cell phone?
1: Maybe, like you said with the drug thing, like maybe he was just looking for cash. That could and be. he just left everything else in there.
0: True. Um, we don't know that anything was not missing from his wallet. Yeah. So anyways, I do want to say that. I know I keep mentioning a drug theory. There is no evidence suggesting this. This is just a personal theory. I just want to throw that out there real quick. I just see a lot of signs of and it could just be that and, and it could be literally anything else.
1: Right, right. But um it just like you like I said, like I never thought of it as a drug theory or a drug thing. I honestly. The only thing that came in my head when I thought about it was um, he had a mental break, like a mental breakdown, and he just completely just just vanished. And that was it, like no other, nothing else. So I like this drug theory, and like it really makes sense, like you said.
0: And the mental break theory is also a big one, and there's one more that we'll talk about in just a minute. So there is a camera that's at Lake Hughes Road near Castaic that picks up like movement of different cars and it picks up his car twice. Once Mm -hmm. at 2.15 in the morning and once at 4.29. So within two hours, he maybe is riding around um but so they find his car at 5:30 and he's gone and he's last captured on this video camera at 4:29 in the morning that's only
1: an hour right um did they ever release the photo of him like the the last known photo that they have of him
0: i'm not sure why
1: i just wanted to see like what he looked like like just to see if, because um, clearly, like, the way that his car um, was found, like, he had to be hurting. Like, he, there, uh, uh, maybe he wasn't. I just, I don't know. For me, like, just visually putting eyes on him, like, in his last moment, for some reason, I feel, <laughs> this is really stupid, but for some reason, I feel like that would help me, like, solve the case or something dramatic like oh, that. Oh,
0: you just... mean on that camera shot at 429? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it only catches his car oh
1: okay okay
0: (laughs) i thought you meant in general i'm like where is this picture supposed to be coming from
1: (laughs) (laughs) the ufo's in the area
0: (laughs) he is actually a super recognizable kid he has like very bright red hair he
1: does and i think that's what draws me to him the most and that freaking tattoo it's like it's i love his tattoo and it's super like it's just you like if you see it one time like you won't forget it. So if you ever see somebody else with it, like it's him. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. I'll actually make sure that I post a picture of it on the Instagram, including a picture of him. I mean, just of course, but um, we'll post the picture of that tattoo. It it's very there's actually pictures too of his car. I'll post that on there too, so you can see kind of what happened. Um it's very interesting. And actually I'll also post a picture of The phone or banana shaped map of California with these different (laughs) places kind of lined out. Um, But so there's tire tracks that indicate speed and no application of the brakes. Yeah. So this is going into the crash. So to me, and a lot of the theories that I read make it sound like he might have been trying to commit suicide. Yeah. Which is true.
1: Yeah, very plausible,
0: for sure. Because he's in this kind of, like, not super easy to drive an area. He's not... Uh, he's clearly avoiding going home. He didn't go to his place up in um Rockland. And he okay. didn't go back to his parents' home in Laguna Niguel. So, and he just broke up with his girlfriend. He's getting rid of his belongings. Like, there's lots of signs there. And then also this car crash that he wasn't trying to prevent. No matter what happened, he wasn't preventing it, whether it's because he was like, he fell asleep at the wheel, because he's been awake for so long, that could have definitely been it. But also if he was trying to kill himself and he just didn't succeed.
1: Gotcha. I... So. It's baffling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know how he could like try to drive his car into this embankment and then he doesn't die. But then he just, he literally just fucking disappears.
0: (laughs) I know. And see, here's the thing I'm trying to think. So he circled back around two hours later in that same area, which Uh what is he doing in this area? It kind of sounds like maybe he was trying to. Think about whether he really wanted to do it. This is with the suicide theory.
1: Right, right. Okay. I I like that. Because isn't it like some people... Um, I was going to say, isn't it like a lot of people, like when they're contemplating suicide, um, they like sit there and think about it for like five minutes or something like that. I don't know. Like they think about it real quick and then they try to think about it real quick. Because if they... If they dwell on it too long, then that kind of stops them from actually doing it. I don't know where I was going with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what you're saying. Um, There's a statistic, something, and I don't know what it exactly is, but it's something like um, most people who actually commit suicide decide within X amount of hours that they're going to do it. Like people don't typically plan for a long time their suicide. People usually like up and decide that they're going to do it and they just do it.
1: There we go this is this is why we're great together. You are the mind reader.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> okay, so that's there. And at eight o'clock in the morning, no, hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is uh, like if he did want to commit suicide and he was gonna do it that way, like I did read in many of the theories that like maybe he wanted it to seem like it wasn't a suicide is to not hurt his family especially because remember that he had cryptically said that he had something very important he wanted to talk about like maybe he was having problems with depression or maybe he was you know what i mean right right um and so maybe he wanted to make it look like an accident but also if it didn't work and he crashed if that was his intention then he obviously didn't decide to do it at least straight away afterwards. Cause I mean, he's missing and it's easy to disappear, but it's not, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't think that's true, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's very possible to disappear, but you can't hide your body if you kill yourself. You know what I mean? I, uh,
1: so I, I like that theory, but at the same time, um, if he didn't want it to like, as far as like him not wanting to hurt his family, if he didn't want to commit suicide or make it look like it was a suicide, why go missing and have your family uh, look for you all of this time? Why, why drag it out longer? Like, if you were, I, I, I don't want to sound harsh at all. but No, person. you're
0: right. I hadn't really thought about that. No, you're yeah. right. So you're saying, like, <laughs> he obviously wasn't trying to be considerate of his family because he clearly isn't if he walked off.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, like something happening right then and there. They have the body. They know he died, unfortunately. Funeral, yes, they're going to mourn forever and ever. However, that gave gives them closure versus him missing and them not ever having closure.
0: Right. No, you're right. Interesting. So I had never thought about it like that.
1: Look at that. I'm thinking, <laughs> was it the yin to your yang or something like that?
0: Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So at 8 o'clock in the morning... Police arrive at the Lispies' home, and they inform them of the crash. So they start doing a search. There's a massive search with the community. And there's also divers in the wreck area. And um, rescue dogs track Bryce's scent from where his car was crashed to a truck stop. So there's a couple theories that if he went and it's possible that he just had been at that truck stop. Like we don't know that he went there after the crash or anything like that, or that he was ever there at all. But if he was, people are thinking maybe he hitchhiked. That is, that is a good theory. I do not totally
1: hate that theory.
0: I do. Uh, because. So,
1: okay, go
0: ahead. Well, go ahead. because they definitely were posting missing flyers for yeah. him and he stands out like somebody would have known if they gave that kid a ride
1: yes okay i agree with you um and so like the the part this right here reminds me of uh mara murray oh god i know right another one like you have the dog they track the scent to one spot and then it's gone yeah, like, so it's they just gone. Obviously, they obviously got picked up by somebody.
0: Right. They so, got in a car or, you know, started right. flying. It,
1: exactly, exactly. And by no means am I trying to pay, like, truck drivers to be serial killers or whatever, whatever. Oh, no, However, I'm not blaming anybody. <laughs> and it might not even have been a truck driver. Maybe it was just somebody stopping by at the gas station. However, it is super easy, like, for truck drivers to commit crimes like this because they're not tied down to one location. That's true. It could have been going by making a delivery and then leaving. Like, you never know. And then, um, like... I know um, Crime Junkie did one. I think a uh, episode on Doctor No.
0: I literally listened to that like five hours ago. <laughs> I am not kidding. <laughs> that was so creepy, by the way. It
1: was. I hated the intro. Like I, hate I hated. I hated it too.
0: I was like, "What is that?" I thought it was um an ad for a minute, and I was like, right. "Why is this guy's voice so creepy?" And I was like, "Oh my god, this is the this is the guy in the case." Ooh. <laughs> right. I think where was I?
1: at I think I was walking to work like it was i think i had to be there at seven uh, and you know it's kind of dark around like 6 30 and stuff still, mm-hmm. so i was walking and i listened to it and that fucking voice pops out, and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah no so like the same way like since they're they're like um what are the people who are tired ty- like the you know like the uh what did we say transient yes like that They're like that for their job, but still, like, it's super easy for them to do things, unfortunately, and I don't know. I think that's a very plausible thing to have happened. Actually, that's a
0: good point, too, because that goes against what I said, which I was like, okay, well, they would have seen a missing persons flyer. Well, not if they weren't in that area. Right. Because, you know, if I am in Utah, well, I mean, if I'm in California, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) and I'm driving to Texas like I'm not just like randomly looking up missing per I mean I am but like <laughs> you know people aren't just randomly looking up missing persons posters from California
1: Right right exactly like and you know um even now like I would have never found this cause I would have never known anything about this or any of this stuff had I not started this podcast like if I'm not aware of anything right. Like, so yeah
0: Okay. Well, so on September 4th, a jogger comes across a burning body, but it wasn't Bryce. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and it was in the same area,
0: the right? The same area. And they were hope. I mean, hoping is not the right word. Of course, they don't hope that he is dead, but yeah. to have an answer, Yeah, you know what For I mean? That, that closure. Um, Right. So the search was called off on September 18th, which is not that long after because he went missing on the 31st of August, 2013. So on September 18th, they already called it off, which is very soon. But again, he's an adult. He doesn't have to want to be found. And there's I mean, Waldo, I think it just is a crazy scene to think that he just up and walked away from and nobody ever sees him again. Can I
1: just can I just rage for a second? Yeah. I don't care if they are an adult. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't give a shit if I go missing. I want all of you people to keep looking for me <laughs> until right. <I> <laughs> or something. Like just because I'm an adult doesn't mean it. I mean I get it. There are people who just like want to fucking disappear and never want to be found. Be found. I understand that, but we should. They should provide their undivided attention to every case as much as they can. Like, I, I get it realistically, you can't do that for everybody. But just to like call off a search earlier for an adult versus a child, like, I don't think that's fair. I think they should all have that same amount of input.
0: Yeah. And I don't know why they called off the search either. I just, it just makes me sad because it's a really short period of time. And I don't know if like the family was like, you know what, he probably ran away or I I just don't see how you can come to that. I mean, I think it's a very realistic possibility, but I don't see how anybody looking at the scene that they were left with would think that like initially and be like, no, there's definitely nothing wrong here
1: right so i'm actually right now i'm on the fine bryce list pisa oh i said his last name right say it um, five times fast <laughs> <not yet. laughs> um, i'm on the facebook page for them and on here like it shows that they created this page for him september 1st 2013 and yeah that's they, the day after okay yeah yeah so like i mean i'm assuming like they created it knowing that this was like ending. So they were going out on their own. Like they've gathered like a $5,000 reward and stuff. So I mean, I, I don't
0: know. Yeah. They also hired a private investigator and they spoke with different psychics. Um, they were looking for, you know, any answers and came up with nothing.
1: I, I... know. <laughs> so real quick. About psychics. <laughs> I'm so sorry guys. But, um, I believe in stuff like that. I I mean, I believe in psychics and all that extra stuff. But, um, I, I just, I feel like, I hate that people take advantage of people. And I feel like a lot, like, basically, like, these psychics are doing this at this point. Like,
0: Oh, they always do shit like that. It's always like, oh, they're near something red, and there's, you know, something about a cat, and they're like, oh, well, this is called Cougar Lane, like,
1: <laughs> right? And it's like, um, yeah, it's it's so shitty, and they give like real psychic. I like I said, I believe in this stuff. I'm Mexican. I believe in all this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that the distinction? Because you're Mexican, you have to believe <laughs> <Yeah>. in it?
1: <laughs> and that's
0: why I don't, is because I'm white? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: like, really, like, um, what is it called? I don't know what the fuck it's called. We'll talk about it later. I'll think of the word later. But either anyway, like, I believe in, like, voodoo and magic and shit. Like, I know it's weird, I, whatever. I believe in psychics. But, like, the fact that there are people out there that, um, play these mind games with these people who are actually looking for answers they give a bad name to all of them and it sucks it sucks because there are people out there who know shit like that and their psychic capabilities but yeah that's all I have to say
0: i <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop taking advantage of people
1: <laughs> I know I'm sorry I keep going off on my tangents but um, no yeah, you're I fine okay so <laughs>
0: Um, They're also, on October 28th of 2019, there were remains found in Santa Clarita, which is only 11 miles from Bryce's last known location. The remains haven't yet been identified. So, actually, it could also be Will Searson. Whoa. That just occurred to me that that's where he, well, I mean, I hadn't linked these two cases previously because, I mean, they had nothing to do with each other except for location.
1: Mind blown. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Whoa>. Well,
0: <laughs> so anyways in 2019 just several months ago they hadn't um identified those remains so and there's no information about like what the age of that person is or anything so um <laughs> we'll know eventually but now it's not the answer so there's a couple um that's all the information about the case so there's a couple things i do want to mention um one some people said that they believe that it's possible he's just running like among the homeless people in california
1: okay i've heard that i i definitely have heard that before um which could be you know it could be you know how he can um, blend in with them and stuff
0: right and i mean it's a little hard to blend in with that hair don't you think
1: <laughs> yeah that's true that's true um i'm mostly but, joking <laughs> I think, but i mean if he's in a whole different like town or city i guess they don't yeah like in an entirely different city where nobody knows this case like it's very possible
0: i know he could be in a different part of the world so what do you what do you think I mean, what do you think happened to him? Do you think it's possible that he, that something bad happened to him? That there was some kind of foul play involved in his disappearance?
1: I don't think so.
0: I don't either. Not even a little part of me thinks so.
1: And I'll tell you what, after looking at this map of like California and where he was, my honest opinion is he was super close to the uh, Tijuana border, mm-hmm. but then he didn't go into Mexico. You think
0: he went to Mexico? I think so. Well, then he probably met Foul Play. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <getting.
1: laughs> no, 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 no. At this point in time They're, they're crazy down there um, <laughs> No I mean I He could And you know Not to, not to be shady or anything um, But you know Not you know What Mexicans are going to listen to American podcasts Honestly how many of them do listen to podcasts Probably not any um, So <laughs> nobody would really Like he would be distinctive Obviously with that bright red hair um, But you know, nobody would think anything of it. It would be super easy for him to just leave.
0: Except for that he didn't have his wallet.
1: That's true. I'm trying to think... Um, but there are ways to sneak in there. Like, if they people can sneak out of there...
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can probably easily sneak in there compared to sneaking out.
1: <laughs> right, because I'm trying to think, like, of the times I went to uh, Mexico.
0: And you snuck across the border? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, you douchebag <laughs> <laughs> you <No>. said it <laughs> no I'm trying to think um, I I think you have to show some kind of ID or something but like honestly there are people like I've seen like the like border wars and shit like that like they catch people all the time with these fake like um US IDs and stuff just to go into Mexico all the time so it's very plausible. He could have met up with a shady person, gotten that real quick and then gotten in there. Or like I said, he could have snuck in and he just never came out.
0: That's a good point. Also, I mean, just because they're like supposed to check things at the border doesn't mean they do. Shannon and I actually went to Mexico <laughs> um, several months ago and not a single person looked at our passports. So right,
1: exactly. So like, <laughs> then, like, this is the thing, like it's, it's facts. Cause whenever you leave Mexico, all they, ask, I mean, they're supposed to check your passports and stuff, but they're gonna ask you, "Are you an American citizen? Are you an American citizen?" And all you say, "Yep, American citizen, American citizen." Yes, American yes, citizen. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all you gotta do. Like, <laughs> so it's super easy. Like, if it's that easy to get out of there and into the United States, imagine how easy it is to get in there.
0: That's the, interesting. I hadn't like, thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like, definitely think that he's alive. For sure, I think that Bryce Lespiza is laughing every time (laughs) that he listens to something about himself or reads (laughs) something about himself, and he is like, "I fooled everybody." And I
1: hope, I hope that he did. Right, and he's living a fucking dream down there.
0: Yeah, Bryce, if you're out there, you better be living an amazing life.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Send us a fucking postcard, dude. Yeah. I need to go get one. I just, I'm just i scared to go there now. So,
0: we'll to- <laughs> so later.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right.
0: Do you have any other thoughts on this case?
1: Um, Let's see. Let's see. So I say he went to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the homeless one. Okay, I kind of see that they and they scoured that lake right like they never found anything when they they did do that right that's correct okay yeah and they never found anything so he's not in there they found that burnt body that wasn't him
0: i think that he tried to kill himself Mm -hmm. and failed and then was like okay guess i'm guess i'm just going somewhere else and maybe he hitched a ride this is what i'm gonna go with he hitched a ride with a truck driver and wherever um, that truck driver was going, it's where he lives now. <laughs> it right. was just like, where are you going? You're going to Texas? Cool. I guess I'm living in Texas now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you are going. That's all I want. He so, could be okay. transient still. So I, like the, um, so I like the Mexico thing, for sure. And unfortunately, I like the part where he was killed by a truck driver or a person at the truck stop. Those are my two that I'm going with.
0: That irony would just be out of this world.
1: (laughs) Right. Hey, I solved the fucking case. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I hope that
0: someday there are answers about Bryce. This case has bothered me for a while. I know it's obviously bothered his family. I cannot imagine. Um, But I really do think he's alive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go with that. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) It's better to think that way than the way that I think. My mind automatically goes to boom,
0: dead. Dumb. Boom, truck driver <laughs> went to Mexico.
1: <laughs> Big bang, bang, that's
0: it. Both those could have happened in the same. <laughs>
1: I'm the worst. It's okay though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I think that's all that we have today. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to us. Um, This is our second to last episode for season one. So our finale will be the very next episode that you listen to. It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be real long. Um, And then we're going to start season two pretty shortly after that. You're not going to have to wait very long at all. Um, yes. i actually, I know, I'm actually gonna give you a spoiler, too, because I'm really excited about it. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a really ominous laugh you did. <laughs> so we have been um, having a lot of news recently here in Wilmington um, about a pretty controversial professor named Mike Adams, who just recently passed away. And he actually is going to be the very first case for season two. We're not going to tell you yet what the theme is going to be for season two, but just to start getting your wheels spinning, we've had a lot of requests about him because it's so recent and because a lot of people are familiar with him in this area. And to anybody who doesn't live here or doesn't know who he is or both, you have (laughs) quite a treat coming for you. It is going to be a very interesting episode.
1: Yes, so. I cannot wait to talk about this nincompoop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a, a thing. <laughs> I need to use another word. Hold on. Um, cattywampus is is this a like, proper way to describe the case? Cattywampus? What does that <laughs> even mean? I have no idea. I'm I don't know. Uh I don't know. I just, you know, I like the way it sounds. So Cattywampus, dude. Jasmine
0: showed me a list of words. She's like, I'm gonna start using all these in our podcast. (laughs) Meanwhile, we've used zero until the last thirty seconds. So,
1: right,
0: all this kerfuffle going on. Oh, it's a bunch of malarkey. There we go. I got one in. Don't
1: mind me. I'm I'm dying. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, make sure you find us on Facebook at Crafts, Drafts, and Crime. Our Twitter is Crafts and Crime. I had to think about that. Um, Because it's the only one that doesn't let us have the full name in it because it's not long enough. (laughs) And our Instagram, where we're going to be posting all these photos from the episode, is Crafts, Drafts, and Crime. Um, If you want to shoot us an email with a suggestion, go right for it. Um, CraftsDraftsandCrime at gmail.com. Do you have anything else, Jasmine?
1: Uh, make sure to um hit us up on Facebook and speculate with us some more about this case. Um, shout out to Jessica because she did that on was it the Taj one? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was really fun. So yeah, start a convo with us guys. We're just as fun um, typing as we are as you, uh, talking. So so campo. not at all.
0: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> And also, please, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, rate us, even if you hate us.
1: Yeah, let me let me know how you feel about me babbling. And um, I know Jessica said I sounded uh, high. <laughs> no, uh, let me know how you feel about that. <laughs> I know, and I've
0: been told I talk too fast. I'm sorry, I can't help it. They actually yeah. they have that thing. Um, at least on my phone, I have an iPhone, so at the bottom on Apple Podcasts, you can. I accidentally did it once. I put it on like one and a half speed, and it sounded like those chipmunks. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> and oh, I, I was, that was, that was like, started. "What is happening? I had no <laughs> idea that that was a thing you could do." So, like, if I talk too fast for you. I'm, unfortunately, I can't change it. I try to be conscious of it, but I'm not good at that. So, you know, cut me back to like half speed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if I talk too slow, get over it. <laughs> I, I, I move, I'm from the south. I've been in Florida, Texas, and North Carolina. I just talk slow.
0: <laughs> A good pace for this.
1: Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye.